Hello everyone and welcome to this Agora Digital Art Podcast where I'll be in conversation with Agora's current artist-in-residence, Gertrude Gilite. My name's Elizabeth Richardson, I'm the curator of this residency and I'm delighted to be talking to Gertrude today about her residency project as well as the exhibition that accompanies it. Gertrude holds a degree in political science from Vilnius University as well as a degree in sculpture from the Vilnius Academy of Arts. She has recently graduated from the University of Arts in Berlin with a master's degree in art and context. Throughout her practice, Gertrude uses personal development as performance, exploring how self-development practices and personal vulnerabilities may be explored as an artistic tool. Her project for this residency, titled Neuroplasticity or I Love You Gertrude, merges knitting and TikTok-based video performance to explore self-help discourse and the rise of online mindfulness trends. Gertrude has made a daily commitment to knitting I Love You Gertrude into neon green scarves until one of her scarves is sold in the art market. Her goal of attributing art market value to a self-improvement object seeks to reflect the means by which personal development practices are becoming increasingly commodified. This critique is amplified through the use of TikTok as a performance space and tool in which Gertrude submerges neuroplasticity or I love you Gertrude within a narrative of influencer culture and mainstream personal development trends. Gertrude documents her knitting through daily TikToks accompanied by voiceovers that explore both her personal development and the performative aspects of a digital mindfulness persona. For this digital residency, Gertrude has produced a series of new photographs of the scarf series, now on display within her solo Agora Digital Art and the Tatsu Studio exhibition space. The photos explored the scarves in context, examining how both the artist and others interact with the art object. The photography series is accompanied by an audio performance recorded by Gertrude titled The New Sincerity. So hi Gertrude, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for the nice introduction. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, shall we launch straight away into these questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Brilliant. So, I wanted to start this conversation by asking why it was important to explore the art object in this project, as this represents a new critical direction in your practice. For me, as a performance artist, it was. I always felt kind of a lack of objects at my work, especially in comparison with others in between the art market, let's say. And this I'm also, I chose to do this type of personal development <laughs> at the same time I'm producing and accumulating objects and developing myself. So yeah, this was kind of, it came from the idea I was thinking that I should make art objects uh, to have a better art career, let's say. This was, I don't know, a long time ago. Now, I'm also very aware that this is not necessary, but this was kind of my insecurity for quite a long time. And then I thought if it's possible to instrumentalize all your insecurities, <laughs> it should be also possible to instrumentalize this one and create art objects at the same time, uh, yeah, critically reflecting on it. I hope it answers, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. And was there any reason that you chose a scarf? Mm, it was pretty random because I wanted to knit something and I didn't know what. 
And then I really like the image of the text because somehow I came up with the title first. I love you, Gertrude. And then the scarf made the most sense. Also that the text, when it's uh, this way on the scarf, it kind of reminds the football merch, football team fan merch. So that was the idea why I picked up the scarf. Also that it's a wearable object, mm. um, not like a pillow or something. <laughs> And on that note, in one of your TikToks, you asked the question, could knitting be perceived as a form of decadence? And I wanted to put this question to you and explore your thoughts. Yeah, this was said kind of uh, cynically, but also not like both. This is um, What I meant by it is that knitting, of course, it's a great practice and it can help many people to soothe themselves but at the same time it's not really changing the environment or doing actual action it's another self-directed um, practice that is now very trendy but of course not every activity that we do should have a goal of being uh, some re bringing some really big change and yeah also knitting is traditionally you can say perceived as being very domestic and somehow innocent to think about it as a decadent practice is for me I don't know it's not controversial it's maybe too strong word but it's kind of mm, I don't know it's somehow for me yeah intriguing <laughs> let's say and is it is it challenging for you to strike a balance between keeping a critical distance from mindfulness trends whilst also uplifting the positivity within mindfulness practices? What have you had to be mindful of in order to achieve that? Mm -hmm. So I would say consistency is the main thing here. And uh, consistency, even if you practice uh, mindfulness that you don't necessarily believe in, you know, through consistency and repetition, it brings benefits. But for me here, from the critical distance, the most important point is to reflect on these personal development methods very oftenly marketed as a solution for every problem. For example, knitting for anxiety, it's obvious that it alone will not help and obvious uh, there are no such simple solutions for complicated problems but again uh, through the very determined consistency the effects come I think and consistency and ritualistic part of this work for me is very interesting because it's celebrated in both personal development so also mindfulness and durational uh, performance so I would say um, that balance between keep it, keeping a distance and actually practicing in it always in a consistency, I think. Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> I wanted to also ask about uh, the, the new photography series that you've created for this residency. Um, the photography series examines your scarves in context, exploring how both you and others interact with the art art object what was that process like what were your aims and what did you observe in these interactions with the object so uh, yes I wanted 
to play with this text with I love you or I love you Gertruda and instead of doing it just myself because it has very different meaning when I'm holding it and when other people are holding it. So I wanted to kind of, not super seriously, but kind of play with the fandom image or like a artist fan, like someone who could buy a merch and would wear it, also influencer kind of stuff. So yeah, now people in the pictures are my friends, so it was easy, but for me, what's there, it kind of creates this strange, funny, but also sad mood, all these pictures, because I am asking people to hold the scarf that I made myself saying, I love you, Gertrude. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find this, it, these images, yeah, powerful in this kind of also uh, precarious, a bit naive and yeah, a bit sad way. <laughs> do you yeah. see this series being you know something that that becomes ongoing yes definitely definitely my goal is when i have a lot of scarves like really a lot to make like a photo shoot in kind of a football stadium where people are holding it so that oh my, my goodness that would be amazing yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is my uh that's why i'm working on and this was just a test to see how it works and i think it works yeah well yeah, absolutely. And your photography series is is now accompanied by an audio track titled The New Sincerity. Could you talk to us a bit about what this phrase means to you, both in terms of the artist persona that you explore in this audio, as well as the online mindfulness persona that you embody in your TikToks? Yeah, so I really like the concept. I really liked it when I first time saw it. I was reading a lot of uh, out-of-fiction novels, and there, a new sincerity was very often used. Uh, so it's basically like um, the combination between yeah, sincerity and irony, when it's not sure, actually, are you serious or are you like being ironic? And I noticed this is the tone that I'm using a lot in my work. Because it's both, actually. Uh, I'm both being serious and I'm also, like, kind of uh, being cynical in a way. And I don't think it's necessarily to choose between two. So the new sincerity was, yeah, this um, phrase, which I really like, this movement. And then uh, I placed it... uh, uh, I placed it there because um, it kind of... In my head, it helps kind of to bring out the more, yeah, both sincere and ironic part of these pictures, but they are both. So the image, images, I think, in my head, they would fit into this uh, movement of the new sincerity, not movement, the way of uh, communicating, maybe. Mm. And I feel as though you've sort of already answered this question uh, mm. in your previous answer, but why was it important for you to have the photos and the audio together with one another in the exhibition? Yeah, so the audio was created for the other performance by other people, where it's played like a soundtrack. And in the in the audio text, I'm describing um, like a praise for the performance art, which is both really both very ironic and also it's something I would actually really like to hear about my work that it's so over the top that it sounds ironic. <laughs> For example, that this work changes art history. Yeah, that's great. And 
maybe I would, uh, of course, I would love to hear that, you know, but then you see the work that I presented there. It's like some people with this uh, badly done scarf. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why, uh, yeah, it's kind of, um, yeah, to be not so serious about the performance art, maybe that was my sure. goal to place it there. Mm. And to conclude this Q&A, I wanted to ask you, really, what's next? Has this residency been a springboard for new ideas in your practice? And would you explore other mindfulness trends or practices? Um, yes, yeah, so I really enjoyed the residency because, yeah, I, was, I had to come up with the different ways of presenting this performance outside of the TikTok videos. So that was already really good and also that I I really enjoyed involving other people into it as well as yeah, trying to trying to combine the images together. That was really good for me. Also yeah, I uh, didn't have a similar experience of trying to create a virtual room with my work outside of Instagram or TikTok. So that was great. And regarding the new practices, yes, I have a few things in mind um, for the future. It's basically, yeah, there are a few other things I would like to change in my life. Like, uh, so I will try to commodify those ones. But basically, yeah, just to look for the another then trendy personal development technique and do it endlessly until art market perceives it as valuable and then end it. So commodify my own weaknesses for the sake of being perceived well in the art world. That's kind of my critical point. Mm. And do you think you'll continue to use something like TikTok in order to explore those ideas? No, I like... Um, I think now it's my second performance only. I don't know, but I think I would always choose a different uh, platform. Mm. So, any ideas about what's next, or not sure? So before I was thinking before Twitch, but it's technically very hard to do every day for me. <laughs> but I'm sure there will be there will be something when I'm done with this. I'm sure there will be something new. Well, I, I can't wait to see what's next. So, yeah, it'll be so exciting. Thank you Thank so you. much for. Thank for everything you. this has been uh, such a, a great residency um, oh, and yeah as I said I'm excited to see what you do next um, yeah thank, thank you so much for being in conversation with us today thank you so much for your insights and great questions <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> bye <Okay>. bye <laughs>